And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA, we are Red Eye Radio. Well, I guess it's Friday, so we can say Happy Independence Day week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, happy a, Independence Day weekend. Uh, it's our last chance yeah. to do so. Or long four-day weekend. Cause, yeah, if uh, some people are having a long four-day weekend, not everybody well, gets Monday off. apparently but. they are. I was surprised to find out that the busiest traveling day mm-hmm. was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for the people who want to take a vacation, you can take Friday off. And you can then, of course, take five, uh, four days next week. Right. So you get uh, an entire week off and the holiday. But uh, unfortunately, not everybody gets the four-day weekend. Um, buddy of mine's like, yeah, we're working Monday, off Tuesday, back to work on Wednesday. I'm like, man, you got to get a better job. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I really, I, I hate that. Now, as a kid, 4th of July, it didn't matter. Because you were off all summer. Mm-hmm. But I hate that when that happens and you have a day off, and especially working this shift. Yeah. And then like, next year, it's kind of the same thing because it falls on a Thursday. Thursday. Ah, we're in leap year? Yeah. So then, uh, then you know, you hope to get the four-day weekend. But, uh, yeah. Now, just to show you, I was just uh, I, I was checking yesterday um, just to see how the airlines are working. Mm-hmm. So I was checking with American Airlines, and it's, you know, my trip to Buffalo, which I'm taking later on today. Yeah. And I was looking at flights, you know, yesterday. If I wanted to book the flight today, yesterday, mm-hmm. it was between a flight round trip, $2,600 to $4,600. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't ever remember... I've seen flights 800, 900, 1,000, 1,200. I don't think I've ever seen a $4,000 flight Yeah, round trip. No, thanks. 
And I was just thinking, you know, if you've got, uh, remember they used to give the bereavement, mm-hmm. uh, you know, discount. They don't give that anymore. Right. You want to go back, you got to pay 4500 round trip. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of cash. Yeah. And uh, so I did see the forecast when I when I get there. And the forecast when I get there is possible rain with smoke and haze. Now, when I'm back a couple of weeks ago, I didn't have to deal with there. There was there was some of it when I got back. It was all gone. Mm. But some pictures yesterday from those wildfires. Whoa. I mean, it it looks like in some areas, some very. Friend of mine lives ooh, south of Buffalo, probably about eighty miles, mm-hmm. and so you're talking about near the you know the uh, end of the Boston Hills to the beginning yeah. of the Allegheny Mountains, as they mm-hmm. call them. Mm-hmm. But they're really more Allegheny Hills, yeah, compared to mountains if you live on the West Coast and near the Rockies. Yeah, <laughs> but in some of the valley areas, it looked like fog. Well, it was. Uh, it was this would bad. be a legitimate reason to wear a mask. Particulate matter, yes, yeah. because it's particulate mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they're supposed to get. Of course, you know it's me on. Okay, summer. Okay, some nice eighty degree, beautiful sunshine. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to rain all weekend. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, I mean I think they we're say supposed to get some rain uh, when we're on the coast, but that's you know the beach rain never bothers me. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly don't care. I honestly don't. It doesn't actually phase me. I, it it it's, doesn't. I you know, I can when, find something to do inside if I have to go inside, but typically I I don't because the showers, typically on the coast where we're at, uh, they don't they don't last very long, and the, the chance for the rain or the coverage, I guess, of those showers is not is not the majority of the area. And no hurricane head in your way. No name storms. But they say 50 million people. Now, the vast majority will be traveling by. Only two, what, 2.5 million will be traveling by airplane. Yeah. So yeah, no, the, I'm, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be majority, driving. Yeah, yeah, the vast majority, 40 plus million will be yeah. driving at least 50 miles. I think that's what they count. You're driving 50 miles to go somewhere. Now, where I live, on the lake that I live, I mean, it's. That's why I'm always gone. Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. Mm-hmm. It's a madhouse. It's like it's like it is absolutely mobbed. And now for a segment called "Just Something I've Noticed," brought to you by our friends at Motel Six. Just something I've noticed: bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal, but man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know. There's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed.
Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. My uh, my Lake Beach, the park where the beach is, probably by 10 or 10.30 in the morning, they closed the park. Yeah. In fact, yeah. they closed it, was it last weekend? It was last, it was last weekend or the weekend before. A non-holiday on Saturday yeah, and right. Sunday, they had to close mm-hmm. the park because so many people are using it. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the rest of the year? It's like that, ah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I um nobody's around and so it's it gets it's almost like ah these dang I feels like I live in a tourist town. These dang tourists. Yeah, we um uh, we have the same thing. People come to our town for the um the celebration. There's always live music and everything else. And it's right at the end of the main road which is the street next to mine. And I'm like, and you see it everywhere. In fact, they've already got it uh, re kind of rerouted, and they've got signs. Okay, here's the event. There's This is where the event is, pointing to the event. Here's where the event parking is. I'm like, okay, I just want to get out of town. <laughs> I'm just trying to leave. Let me get out of your way quickly. That's my thing. I'm going to get out of everybody's way. You could come in here. Because when we are in town for it and we go to it, we walk. Because it's right there. So we just we just walk, whether it's a Christmas event or Independence Day or whatever they're doing. If we go, then we always walk down there. And because by the time you get down to parking, the parking actually, it's gotten so big. The parking is actually further away than my house is from the event. And then they get a shuttle and take you to the event. And I'm like, they could just get the shuttle to come by the house. <laughs> Yeah, they have used to the fireworks right on my lake, but it got too crowded, so they mm-hmm. uh, they do it elsewhere now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's a it's it's a madhouse, but uh, everybody's having fun, and that's what. Yeah, we hope uh, that everyone on, has on, a very in, happy and safe Independence on, Day. On Independence Day, as as uh, uh, we celebrate our Constitution, not all of us. Some as as some Americans will be celebrating the Constitution. Others will be. That was a shot plotting. at Biden. If anybody, yeah. what do you mean? There's an idiot on the air said we're celebrating the Constitution. Yeah. No, Biden. When when uh, uh, what was he talking? Was it was it the abortion issue? Uh, was not it, no, affirmative action. Affirmative uh, action. yeah, affirmelative action. Yeah. Affirmative action. Well, we celebrate. Celebrate <laughs> the Constitution. It was serious. It was, and, and he was talking. All men are created equal in the Constitution. It was like no, it's Declaration of Independence. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we, as we as we celebrate the, <laughs> it's but as we celebrate uh, this the next Tuesday the Gettysburg Address, yes. <laughs> as we uh, celebrate the War of eighteen twelve, somebody's got to go out there with the microphone and start asking the questions again. I miss that where they 
Was it was it Pete Ducey that used to go to the beach? Or was it Jesse Waters? I think it was Jesse Waters. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the beach? Yeah. So why are we selling what are what are we celebrating here on Independence Day? Well, Independence. From whom? Yeah. No um, Canada, Canada, <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> France. Uh, no, they were no, on our start. No, with, they were on our side. I would start it with the false premise because sometimes they'll do that. Uh, as you, you know, we used to be Southern Canada as we celebrate Independence Day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh <laughs> And no apologies to our British friends, by the way. <laughs> None. None. They don't seem to celebrate it as much as we do. Well, Harry and Megan. And Megan, I should say. <laughs> they do. They get it now. Oh. It took oh. them hundreds of years hey. to get it, but they finally got it. Hey, this is our last hour before we go on vacation, so mm-hmm. we can talk anything. But when I saw, I did it the chuckle when it said, uh, you know, entertainment experts say that Meghan Markle is not that great of an entertainer, which is why the podcast failed. <laughs> no, I think that their behavior is entertaining. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> in that respect, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh... Oh, and by the way, we, since you did mention that, you know, we're part of southern Canada. Yeah. Or they're just, you know, they're basically northern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, happy Canada Day. Tomorrow, to all mm. Canadians. Yeah, we don't care, but whatever. <laughs> no, I don't care. You don't care what that they're North about Wisconsin or about Canada, Canada Day. Day. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, and they don't care about Independence Day. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. On the border, they do. No, the ones that live here do. Yeah, well, no, when you grow up on the border, the when you Canadians grow, that have come when, here, do. When, when you grow up on the border, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, one of the best festivals i've ever been to is a friendship festival that they i don't know if they still hold it but they held it in fort erie mm-hmm. and we would walk across the peace bridge mm-hmm. you walk across the peace bridge around you know right out right uh, south of downtown buffalo you walk across the peace bridge mm-hmm. uh and the right there to the park mm-hmm. and they have a huge festival going on mm-hmm. oh festivals we like the festivals were were yeah. were, were great and they're you know mm-hmm. americans canada American flags, Canada flags, mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah. Any, when any, you, when any you live for a festival. When, when you live on the border mm-hmm. of the United States and Canada, especially mm-hmm. like probably the same kind of relationship, Detroit, Windsor, and, and, and all that, mm-hmm. um, there is that feeling you don't really view Canada as a different country. You just don't. I mean, we, we crossed the border. We were crossing the border on our bicycles without any identification when we were, you know, in High school, constantly. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever, eh, whatever, where are you going? Eh, Crystal Beach, you know, which was Is the... that back when you were a child spy? Yeah, I was yeah. I was spying for the... Well, because my family came from Canada, and I said, hey, a lot, so they allowed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll, I'll never forget, I did went one year, went to a great concert, and I was actually very impressed, and it was the, uh, the, uh, the uh, headliner, and they were actually great. Was the crash test dummies? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> remember they had the one song, mm-hmm. 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 which happened when the song had not been finished, <laughs> and they just kept it. True story. <laughs> the song wasn't finished. Was it really? Yeah, and okay. they were like, "No, that's." Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because okay. they were kind of okay. Here's the 
melody, and it's like, well, wait a minute, that works. Yeah. Well, they they were actually huge in the border. I mean, because they had uh, they had uh, uh, Superman song that mm-hmm. was extremely popular mm-hmm. south. Well, it, at and bo- in border cities, mm-hmm. uh, but they were just a great band live. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I I think about the bands that I really don't have, never have, you know, kept their, never bought their stuff. Never yeah. had it, mm-hmm. but you saw them live, and you were just blown away by them. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. We had that discussion the other day. Bands that that you have seen live that blew you away, but you really don't listen to them that much. And mm-hmm. I will say, one of them is the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Yeah, and I just don't listen to that music. But when I saw them in that small club, when they were first breaking out in the mid to late nineties, blew me away. One of the best musical experiences I've ever seen. My buddy Jeff and I, we walked out. We were numb. We walked across the street to the bar to have a beer just to figure out what we just saw. That's mm-hmm. how impressive it was. Mm-hmm. I, and, and what got me was the brass, because it was a small club. It wasn't a big, probably fits 300. So it's not. And then I saw them later on in a big auditorium and then an outdoor. was not the same impact. Right. But you see them up close. The brass section was as heavy as seeing Metallica. Yeah. It was that heavy. I mean, and it was just the choreography and everything else that close was just great. But I really, you know, I listened to them a little bit back then, but it's not something that I regularly listen to. But I would say one of the best bands I've ever seen live. And every Christmas, I've got to, I've got to watch the Brian Setzer Orchestra, and I sit and go, i got to watch him play guitar more because he's just so incredibly great. Yeah. Brian Setzer, so. Right. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good week. So you need to care about Canada Day, because you know my dad's side, uh, my no. dad my dad's side is from Canada. No, I mean good luck with it. In fact, I'm, I don't wish anybody ill well uh, ill in, will. Well, but. well, and no, you need to care because mm-hmm. I'm I'm attempting to see if I can get reparations from Canada. Yeah, that's not going to happen either. Because they have even because, less money because of the discrimin- they're spending it all on health care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I figured Trudeau would say, "Okay, the Irish Catholics were so discriminated upon in the early, earliest part of the 20th century that uh, you know that yep. the descendants need reparations." Yep. Nope. That's why my grandfather came here mm-hmm. to the United States. So. Yep. The McNamara side's from Canada. Nope. You'll get nothing. The Halliburton Highlands, north of Toronto. Yep. Eight six six ninety red eye. Plenty of cherries to eat for the upcoming July Fourth holiday, based on USDA's production forecast for sweet cherries this season. We're looking at a crop that we expect to be about three hundred and seventy-one million tons. That's what I would call a very average or normal-sized crop, but it is a huge increase from what we saw last year. Lance Hoding of the National Agricultural Statistics Service says the sixty percent year-over-year sweet cherry production increase came from a rebound in Washington state's crop from the previous year. There were some freezing conditions at the wrong time last season that really caused us to see a pretty small crop last year. So if you just look at it on a year-by-year basis, you're looking at a huge increase from last year. Oregon and California also reported significant year-over-year increases in sweet cherry production to add to the total 2023 amounts. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. I can't forget to do what I do always around Independence Day. I'll probably do it on the plane. Eat a hot dog? No. Uh, remember the HBO miniseries, John Adams? Mm-hmm. You go to the park. And, in fact, you can find it because a clip exists number of clips that exist when they're all about to sign the constitution when they're all about to sign the constitution exactly yeah exactly yeah one of the to me one of the great moments yeah or the in, declaration of independence yeah. what what i say <laughs> i was joking i was doing the biden joke oh the, the no wonder i yeah. i just went yeah, right I over my in. head yeah. i'm like why is she laughing what's funny about yeah. that moment yeah <laughs> the constitution yeah. yeah, the Declaration yeah. of Independence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just make them the same so we don't mix it up anymore? The Constitution uh, <laughs> of De- of Independence. <laughs> uh, but when they were about to sign this Declaration of Independence, <laughs> I missed that completely. It went right over my head. Because uh, we've been doing it all show. When they were all about to sign that car loan? <laughs> 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 no, when they were all ready. 84 to, payments. No, no, when, when they were all getting ready to sign for their college loan. <laughs> and we knew one that. Day, and one you know day. One day at the moment, it would be it would become a national issue. John Adams? Or a constitutional issue. John Adams' college loan still isn't paid for. <laughs> <laughs> but that moment when they, when they approve of the Declaration of Independence is a great moment in cinema. I know it's a miniseries from TV, but it's still a great moment. Yeah. It is yeah. just a great moment when you look at their faces because, you know, maybe even later on there was celebration and the fireworks and everything else. At that moment when they signed it, that is pretty emotional because what they've done is they've signed their death warrant. Yes. That's what they believe they've done yep. at that moment. Right. And to me, it's something every American should watch. Bonus show. It's Run Radio. He's Eric Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara. Well, uh, we are the la- here at the last day of uh, of of June, which yeah. means July is tomorrow. It is, which means most NFL football camps are three weeks from now. Mm. So it's about that time. And right on schedule, we got it. Every year we've gotten it for the last five years. Colin Kaepernick says he is ready to play football. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The news was published by Sports Illustrated, who sat with the former NFL player and professional and and professional social justice warrior. (laughs) Yeah. And delivered a Purely flattering June 29th article. This is written by Breitbart, by the way. Mm. A 35-year-old Kaepernick uh, claims he still works out five or six days a week. Well, so do I. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't mean anything. And claims his quarterbacking skills are as sharp as ever. Oh, Iggy Mandelbaum worked out six days a week. (laughs) 
Izzy. Izzy? Izzy. Izzy. I, say, I said Iggy. I'm thinking of Danchenko. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. <laughs> For wrong those who don't know, uh, Izzy Mandelbaum was a recurring character. He was on more than once. I yeah. know that. Yeah, he sure was. On, uh, on Seinfeld, the late Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Who was absolutely fantastic in that role. Uh, but uh, he still works out five or six days a week and claims his quarterbacking skills are as sharp as ever, but he's noted he's not been offered a workout from an NFL team since the Raiders gave him a look in 2022 but passed on signing him. Yeah. Kaepernick says he is still ready for a workout from any team that will offer, saying, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep fighting for it because I know I can step on the field and play. But then he claims someone told him he is still elite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And nobody bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> has it ever happened that a backup quarterback – 35 years old gets signed as a starting quarterback cuz he's not going to he's not going to accept no. any position as a backup. No, he no, I don't I don't remember the last time that. I don't think that's ever happened. I I'm going to uh, I'm going to venture to say it's never happened. Yeah. Guess it depends how far you go back in history. Yeah, right. You know, somebody might say, "Well, the 1934 Bears <laughs> were talking modern professional." <laughs> football yeah yeah we're talking after they started paying them <laughs> we just did it for the fun did you ever see the I we mean, just did it for the injuries even in even in the 70s mm. the stars were making money the rest weren't making any even in the 70s yeah think about that. that's crazy isn't it when i you mean see what they were making it right was just and I remember in the when the AFL came around, most of those players in the American Football League, you know, before the merger and even after the merger, mm-hmm. had second jobs. Yeah. And That's now, insane. And now you look, you know, think about the money that is in pro football today. Mm. I still, now this is being said as, Someone that all I ever wanted to be as a kid was a football player. Mm. But when you're five feet, one and a half inches, and 98 pounds as a junior becoming a senior, by the time I got to be a senior by the middle of the year, I was up to 102 pounds. I want you to know that. Oh, that's good. Uh, Life was not fair to me. Uh, Okay. I was not able to choose my chosen path. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. You see how many operations, like even even golfers they have in their 40, professional, when you really take your body and you work it like that. I'm so happy that I don't have, one of the greatest things of being an adult is you don't have the mind of a child <laughs> because the dreams I had could have ended up being a nightmare. Yeah. Imagine if somebody actually let put me out in the football field. I might not have made it through high school football alive. I was so scrawny. Well, that's quite possible. So, now I would have been fast for one play. 
One play. If I had the ball and the entire defensive line were running at me, mm-hmm. you would have done fastest that. runner you would have ever seen. It would have been the whole. Well, and you would have run the opposite way and scored a, scored a safety for that. I wouldn't care which way I'm going. Yeah, as long as they can't catch me, they wouldn't. I no. I yeah, when you see, when you see the money that they used to, it was un- oh my god, unbelievable when you when you see the money and then the, what they were asking for, you know, for a raise and stuff like yeah. that. You know, we yeah. ask for a five hundred dollar raise, they go, well, maybe a hundred dollars. It's what in the world? Yeah, some of the and now how much money it is, it is uh, it is worth. And I still though, the mind of old Gary would still not play for the money they're offering. You know, it, the the, minim, the the minimum money that they're offering. Uh the uh, you know the, right. because you're yeah, talking about right. I think the yeah. minimum's like 600,000 because odds are if you're at that level, you're only going to play 3 or 4 years. And the right. risk of injury as to what you can get over a lifetime because immediately when you think about that, you'd say because my mind would be working this way, part of it still would have that age, I would have said, "Okay, I make all right, six hundred thousand, and if I can make it, it goes up each and every year I'm in. So maybe I can make, uh, if I last uh, four years, between two and a half and three million. Aging gets some taxes, everything else. Maybe I can have a million dollars that I save, so I have a retirement right now. Yeah, that part of me would be thinking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old Gary would be thinking that. I don't know if young Gary would have been thinking that's your. That's basically what you're going to let compound. In investments go for the next, you know, 40, 40 years and see what you have when it's time to retire. Well, and a guy I graduated high school with, Marvin Allen, played for the yeah. Patriots for four years uh, as running back. And, and it but it was Bills. only, if you think about four years, that seems like a short period of time. But I'm sure even at that level, there were, and uh, there, there was a lot that came with the injuries and, or, or the, a lot of, you know, pain and stuff that came yeah. with the injuries. I haven't ever asked him about that directly. Uh, he's now, I think he's still assistant GM at, in Miami. But, um, you know, he's, he, from then on, he went to work as a recruiter and everything else in, in the offices at, at different NFL teams, including the Bills mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. And I would have to think that it's it, it, at any level, if you make it to and you play for any amount of time in the NFL, you're you're going to be feeling those injuries to some extent, I mean, we all feel yeah. age as we age, but those especially uh, because of even just the training, right? Even just training camp, I'm sure, comes with its its uh, its fair share. You know, you and I have witnessed ex NFL players in the hallways. Oh yeah, of the former buildings that yeah. we were in. And, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen them walking, uh, and it's it looks painful and the number of operations and anything you know you think about anything professionally uh you know my my sister was an elite gymnast mm, yeah and so she was done by the time she was 21 she still has mm. she still feels it today mm-hmm. my other sister was in ballet right and mm-hmm. still feels it today yeah yeah you know as high, you know some of the highest levels you can get to they were both in but they were both done by their early 20s, and they still feel the pain of that today. There are just some things the human body was not meant to do. And when you think about being on a, you know, 
you think about any type of sport, you know, any type of contact sport, mm-hmm. you know, hockey, yeah, football, human body wasn't made for that. Nope. Nope. It wasn't made for that. And so it's going to, there's going to be consequences. Uh, to quote Thomas Sowell again, uh, there are no solutions uh, mm-hmm. to a great life, only trade-offs. <laughs> yep. Every, yep. Everything is a trade-off. Yeah. But here we are, uh, Independence Day, and and uh, can't tell you how thrilled I am to live in this country. I can't tell yeah. you how thrilled I am for the opportunities. I can't tell you how, I mean, it's, it's almost indescribable when I think about the fact of what I do for a living. And with all the problems and challenges that we still face today and the insanity that we face uh, from the radical left and their serious challenges. Yeah. I'm sitting right here talking to a microphone. It's like, I can be fearless. Mm-hmm. And I can be yeah, fearless and sure. you can be fearless and we can be fearless because other people, you know, they fought for that freedom. They fought for the Constitution of the United States that came from the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, and so you think about the beginning of it and what the Declaration of Independence says. And that was the beginning of what created what I'm able to do today, which is still, you think about it, because we mentioned Canada before. Well, maybe we maybe we won't celebrate Canada today if they're going to continue their assault on free speech. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, seriously. No, I mean, I... They I don't, they don't have the same. I love the Canadian people, Canadian yeah. leadership uh, that drives it to the point of putting people in jail for how they speak. But but their insane liberals are only a few years ahead of ours. Yep. No, it's. I was going to say, I don't know how long, how much longer. Right. I, I, I'm. You and I aren't alarmists. We are doomed, but we're not alarmists. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe if we allow it to continue, there is no doubt they're already trying to do this in michigan in california they're trying to do this this is their attempt and they're not going to stop once you realize that the authoritarian and fascist mindset does not leave human beings yeah the wanting to have power and control does not leave human beings ever you understand that the fight is for the rest of your life and that's a tough thing for a lot of people. They just right. wish to, you know, go yep. to work, come back home, and enjoy life. But mm-hmm. the reality is, I believe you have to be in the fight each and every day. Because when you look at history, there had to be people in that fight each and every day. The people that were in that fight to write the Declaration of Independence, which is why I say you got to watch the HBO thing, because they knew that they were... They knew they were chancing at that point. They were risking everything, every single thing. Their lives, their property, their homes, everything they were sacrificing. And so here I am, 240-something years afterwards, talking about the appreciation of what they did. And so you, you owe them. Yeah, yeah. I, Americans, we owe those who came before, before us who fought for what we have. Mm-hmm. 
oh, in absolutely. many ways. Absolutely. So it's a time to celebrate, but it's also a time to to uh, think, and it's a time to be grateful. It really is. It's a time, and, and I'm still grateful here. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. We're not part of the 60%, what was it, of Americans that say they want to move outside the you know, the United States somewhere else? Never. I'm not leaving. And, and the primary reason was economics, and we're like, yeah, where do you go? That's yeah, a dumb no. That's a dumb statement. Where do you go? Well, it's cheaper to live down there. Well, I, in <laughs> fact, I just saw an article on CNBC. This retiree, look at her uh, apart, beachside apartment in Mazatlan for $450 a month, $425 a month, whatever it is. I'm like, no. I mean, I understand people have to do what they have to do. If that's what's required, you move to a cheaper place. I'm not leaving the U.S. Neither am I. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carney. I'm Gary McNamara. I'm just thinking, you know, especially now with the news breaking so quick, we're going on vacation uh, uh, back Sunday night, Monday morning, jo- July 10th. Mm-hmm. And you think about the everything could be completely different by that time. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I always go back to the uh, July 5th when we were off. Was that 2016? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the the Comey thing broke where he was doing the whole Hillary Clinton thing where he wasn't going to indict her. And I'm on the golf course communicating with you going, what in the hell's going on? Well, if we come back (laughs) and we start with, we'll have an audio cut from President Kamala Harris. (laughs) But it's a whole week that we'll be gone. But uh, have safe travels, Gary. Thanks. And uh, enjoy Independence Day to everyone. Have a safe and happy Independence Day. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.